pee uh, is stored in the balls. Wait, 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 what? <laughs> Eric didn't hear me. <laughs> I said pee is stored. Welcome to the One Fall Wrestlecast. What's up, dudes? Good day to you, gentlemen. Hey, so I, I it's been brought to my attention recently by a listener that that um, is married to one of my employees that we don't tell everybody who we are and what we do. Oh, and they can't hear us on the on the on the podcast. Yeah. So they just they can't. We just assume that they read our yeah they read our yeah. name tags. Yeah. So. So um, does that mean we're not relatable? Is that what they're saying? No, I mean he just thought that it would be a nice little addition if we we threw some love our own oh. way for because it's audio know. only. Yeah. Yep. 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 Ah. Whatever. That's well, a special perk to get on YouTube is you get to read the name tags. Light tube bazooka. <laughs> And I am the ultimate finisher of the death match. <laughs> oh, Tom oh, finishes death matches with legal issues and bitching about ratings. Listen, he doesn't enjoy listen, that, the death match. And, and that lovely, lovely voice you just heard is Derek. P is stored in the balls. I knew he didn't hear it. I was just going to let him hear it on the playback. So, but, <laughs> but anyways, thanks for the tip, pal. But, you know, you're tuned into uh, the old One Fall WrestleCast. One Fall. <sighs> um, yeah. Gentlemen. And that's Walt down there talking. Today talking is Monday. August 9th. It was, it was a hell of a Monday. I woke up super early today. 2021. Yep. You know what happened on this day in 1999? Mm. No idea. Yep. Something happened on Raw. Something did happen on Raw. Chris Jericho made his WWF debut. That was Y2J. Ooh. And the Attitude Era was never the same again. That was a good time. Ever again. So there's your neato fun fact of the day. That is a neato fun fact. I enjoy that quite a lot. I remember that very, very vividly, actually. Yeah, I remember him telling a story, actually, of him uh, not really telling Vince what he was going to look like. Vince just assumed, you know, his normal gimmick. And he uh, sees him backstage with the top knot ponytail and the the jacket and everything. And, Yeah. Got uh, a little bit of a surprise out of that, but it worked out in the end. Yeah, yeah. I would say that too. Jericho. Jericho says that Vince walked up to him and looked him up and down. He was like, "You look ridiculous, pal." <laughs> well, I mean, he cheat. wasn't wrong. It's cheat, pro dude. wrestling. What do you want? He wasn't wrong, but I mean, everybody looked ridiculous back then. Yeah, 
Remember that was Billy Gunn wasn't even Billy Gunn. He was just Mr. Ass. Yeah, Mr. <laughs> Dude, I used to <laughs> listen. I had the T-shirt right with the big lips on the front that said Mr. Ass. <laughs> eh, whatever. It's a good T-shirt. I kind of want that T-shirt. I wish they still sold it. Oh man, it would make a million dollars. Hey, so Tom, should we tell should we tell Derek the surprise that we have for him that we were saving for for the podcast? Is it the pee is stored in the balls? Yeah, it's not that. Okay, then yeah, go ahead. You should tell him. I should tell him. You should tell hey, him. Hey, Derek. Yeah, yeah. Guess what? Guess what? Tom and I did for you, pal. No idea. We bought AEW Dynamite tickets for the three of us, and we're going. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> okay, I bought so- the tickets. Yeah, yeah so you bought the tickets, you, but if the two of us wouldn't have agreed to have gone, you wouldn't be fucking going, pal. So yeah, well, he yeah, would be going, know, and he'd be scalping it. some tickets outside. <laughs> Although we will be facing the hard cam, we will be facing the hard cam, uh, which oh. I'm I'm pretty excited about because that's, that, that's that's the way good. that's the way you want to watch wrestling. Because if you're on the other side, you're looking at everybody's butt the whole yeah. time, and if you're in some corner or something, you're just like, "What's happening? I don't know. Who am I looking at?" All I know is yeah, you sold time. me on that concept whenever we were looking at tickets because I was like, well, we could get in this corner. It'd be a lower section, and you you promptly shut that down. I, I'm good. With good reason. But, now that I understood your, your reasoning yeah. behind it. So, it's yeah, on television. Right, hard cam. They're going to look at the sure. hard cam. Yeah. Listen, the best yeah. part about this entire conversation, right, Derek was, like, sending all these tickets over. He's like, oh, what about these ones? Oh, what about these ones? Oh, what about these ones? Oh, we could sit down here. Tom goes, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure that I like AEW enough to spend that kind of money. <laughs> That's a true story. Yes. Well, <laughs> I wasn't sure how much I had him hooked yet, you know? Now I know where we're at currently. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't we'll one hundred and fifty bucks. That's for sure. Eighty bucks. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, I'm good with that. Eighty bucks is good. Yeah. Plus, we're facing the hard cam. I'm happy with that. Hey, you could have paid like twenty or so dollars less to no- watch nothing, really. Hey, guys, but- we're listen. We're dead center, right? Mm-hmm. Second row in the upper level, like that. We- I think, we're we did see pretty- some- I think we did pretty good here. I, I mean, I think we're gonna see. We're gonna. We're gonna be in good shape. It's not a big building. It's we're, not at we're all. Gonna, we're gonna be. We're gonna be seeing some. We have some prime viewing. Yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be real good. Um, we don't have to That'll be nice. Yeah, I started thinking about all the things we're gonna see uh, last night after we bought the tickets and everything. A few hours later, it kind of just started clicking in. I was like, oh, well, you know, there's gonna be a big, a big uh, Britt Baker segment. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. We're it's already the fourth labor Jericho. We're yeah, gonna get we're to sing Jesus. Wardlow, yeah. Yeah, MJF will be there. Good. It's gonna and be I'm good sure M- MJF as the as the referee is gonna be awesome. I don't know that he's the referee. <laughs> yeah. I think, no, I think, I think that they he cut is. Cut that back? Did they not? I see. I don't know. I haven't followed up on since the ep- uh, since Wednesday's episode, but that was what they said to, on there. He was gonna be. the I referee. saw it crossed out somewhere. I don't know for sure. I'm just I I saw it crossed out in an article. That's all I'm saying. I don't I don't know if he's a referee or not. He might be. We'll find out live. Yeah. I mean, he could stand. He could he could stand next to the ring and just talk the entire match, and I would be perfectly okay with. I'd that. prefer that. I think. Yeah, that would be awesome. I, that'd be preferable. Just do live commentary for everybody to hear, and then once once in a while, turn around and just be like, "Shut up, Shivani," you know, like uh, I mean, 
So after after watching Dynamite last week, are we excited to go? I'm excited after the finish of Dynamite. Yeah, me too. Uh, that the retiring retiring Cody and uh, Alistair Black coming off super strong. Uh, that uh, that Black Mass looked uh, it looked solid as hell. That was the most solid strike of the of the night. So, buddy, like that's a match that you put on tape and show at school. Whenever you're showing what to do, that was, that was perfect. Here's, here's how you get over. It was a perfect yes. debut. It really was. Like they, yes, Cody did. The and Cody commitment. sold it amazing. Listen, I they mean, were having they were having a great match, a great back and forth match for that couple of minutes, you know. And then he hit that black mass out of nowhere. Well, they chucked and, Cody through the table too. Yeah, so it was after that, but you know what I mean. Like you, you kind of didn't really see that kind of that finish coming, right? So yeah. like it, it was. Everything about it was perfect. It was absolutely perfect. Um, I loved it. I was surprised how short it was, honestly. Uh, I mean, not that it was super short, like a three-minute squash, but listen, still, I expected. Uh, I think they told minutes, the right it story, was like though. 10. It, was, it was probably oh, yeah, like eight it was minutes. Fun. It was about eight minutes. Honestly, I think sure. that was one of those things that AEW's finally figured out, that everything doesn't have to be 20 minutes long. Right. And to we'll me, that. that makes everything a lot more watchable. Um, last week, though, like the first match, the Jericho versus Hoovy was great. I enjoyed what, it actually. What, uh, I mean, I I think I went in with low expectations. I like, definitely went in with low. What expectations. are these old men gonna do? And it was great. It was very. It was Jericho versus Hoovy back in WCW. It was good. I mean, there was not you know it wasn't quite that, but it was good. That that hurt. Honestly, can fellas, run I'm surprised to hear that. That that hurt can run off the top in the corner was sloppy. It looked real bad. I but mean, I mean it looked, it looked there, like two, first, two old guys, two old guys humping the air there. There were a few, a few instances of a couple old guys trying to look like young guys. Yeah, I felt it especially like in the first three minutes or so, it was really rough. Yeah, and it honestly, started a little I, rough. I was not a huge fan of that match. I'm surprised to hear you guys liked it so it, much. It, it, I mean, so I was excited rough. for it. It's it started a little rough. It ended a little rough, but it wasn't. The it was. It was infinitely better than that shit show that was the garbage match with the glass and the light tubes. So it was way better than that. Um, I don't. I didn't think anybody looked like they were out of their element or in some element that they shouldn't have been in. Um, and yeah, no, that was that was it was a good way to start it out. But then I feel like the show just fizzled, like for, till the yeah, main event. I mean, it was like it, they put a bunch of like WWE Monday Night Raw filler in there. You know what yeah. I mean? That's actually a really good analogy. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I don't, you know, a couple throwaway matches. You know what I'm saying? Like the trios match. I don't even understand why Darby would be friends with Moxley and Kingston. Yeah, it was like so that we're the good guys and these are the bad Basically. guys, and yep. it's a show in front of the. Cr- no, 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 like, no, 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 no. AEW doesn't have good guys and bad guys. They they kind yeah, they of have do. separate tunnels for each alliance. Okay. Well, this time they did, and they put it on. It was like it was like what should have been like one of those house show like main event matches that doesn't mean anything and is not, but they just stuck it in the middle of dynamite. Um, it was fine for what it was, I guess. But yeah, I agree with a little that. too much sure. smiling and back slapping for for guys who were supposed to be mega serious. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. And then that was that match to me was like the whole middle of the show. Uh, minus the Britt Baker segment, I thought Britt was good. Um, yeah. But no, I mean the the main event has sold me on. I'm ready to go and see 
what's going to happen this week. And I'm going to see it live here in Pittsburgh, in Britsburg, baby. Love your shirt, Walt. Uh, might have picked me pick me up one of them on Wednesday when we go. Uh, I, I will definitely be wearing this on Wednesday. I already if, told my wife. I was like, listen, I'm going to wear this today, and, and I'm going to need it. Got to do some laundry. Oh, you, you throwing out directives now. Oh yeah. I, I was thinking of wearing my Roman Reigns wreck everyone and leave shirt. <laughs> or, or I could just wear a Mortal Kombat shirt. I don't whatever. Either way. I mean, either way. Of, or Superman. I got a cool like black Superman with the black Superman logo on it that I just got the other day at Coles. Love Coles, baby. Coles is good. Yeah, Coles is good. They got they got them good t- You gotta buy the t-shirts big because they will shrink every time. <laughs> every single time. Um but they're good. It's good stuff. Um, so what else? Oh man, you know who I hope is it dynamite? Who, who, Joey Janela? Wait, no, I don't hope that. <laughs> I don't hope he's there. Tom, <laughs> would you hope that on us? When was the last time we saw Joey Janela on dynamite? Has anybody, I mean, I haven't watched super religiously, but I've seen the last. Many. It's been a while. I haven't seen him. In I a mean, while. and I don't watch the stuff on YouTube. Is he like? Is he like a YouTube sensation now, or is is he now that I, now that we have actual legitimate talent that they've picked up since WWE's finally done some releases? Is he gone now? Has he done anything of of merit or value? No, no he was on Elevation, Dark Elevation, a couple of times, but uh, oh, I don't, I mean, I've never I, watched him. Well, I got into it the other day because there was. Um, there was nothing on TV, so I was like, "Oh well, well, just give this a little look." And I, I forget who he was wrestling, but he got his ass kicked. What an idiot! I saw that he had some shocker. I saw that he had something to say about the uh, about our NXT boys getting released. Yeah, yeah, he sure did. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. and and here's the thing, right? Like. So obviously on Friday during SmackDown, like what was it? Like 13 people got released from NXT. And we're going to get into that in a second. But, uh, you know, Joey Janela tweets out that the NXT releases are embarrassing. It's like, bro, like on what planet do you get to have an opinion about what's embarrassing? Like, I I mean, first of all, it must be embarrassing just to be Joey Janela. Like, that's just how (laughs) it just must be embarrassing to be Joey Janela. So much so that he's gotten over. Uh, I think the word he was looking for is sad um, or maybe it it, it disappointing. Um, I I don't I don't see how it could be embarrassing uh, as much as it's like, you know, kind of like infuriating there's a lot of other words but embarrassing is not one of them and joey janela's whole i don't know man he just never has the right thing to say his wrestling work is never the right work and it's just i mean he's just you know what i think he's so angry about fellas is from what i heard the new you know uh the new order of vince mcmahon is no more midgets and no one over 30 Oh man, that this is the exact quote. That's what I'm. You know, yeah, I heard. No, that I guess too. it was on. Uh, it was on a so, memo. I'm guessing that Joey's just a little upset that he's he's on the smaller side of stature as far as wrestlers go. And he's definitely and he's over definitely 30. over thirty. Yeah, you know, you've got no uh, chance, bud. I'm not I'm, sure that WWE would ever even know you exist. You're a pimple on an elephant's ass. And like, here's You're the thing, right? This dude just like, you know, we talk a lot about 
internet, you know, and, and Twitter and, and relevancy, right? Like this guy's just grasping at straws to remain relevant for his next indie booking because he's not getting any AEW booking. Mm-hmm. And he's not getting AEW bookings because he's god awful. He's terrible. Like nobody wants to watch him. Okay. It was fun in the beginning, you know, it's like it's like whenever you're you're you know dating that 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 bad boy, right? When you're a little girl, you're just, 14 15 years old you're dating that like 18 year old little bad boy you know parents disapprove you, you're into it right but i dated many a bad boy I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but you get what i'm saying though right yeah like, no, i know what you're saying it, it, it's fun it's fun for a minute and then it's just like what the fuck am i doing why am i watching this guy right and it's like uh, okay like the vignettes and shit that they produced for for him and sonny kiss were were entertaining right until they Whooped it, uh, whooped up on an entire biker gang or whatever in a gas station and blew the gas station up when they like yeah, but fuck out of here. Yeah, it's yeah. silly. It's silly. The dude has done nothing notable with his entire career other than say stupid shit on the internet and get kicked out of a high school gym for an anti-mask rant. Like, oh, and, and some cigarette smoking angel made him relevant for a week. So, like, yes. you know, we, we, we come in here and we talk about shock jocks and shit, you know, because I know that Derek loves to bag on Corny and Tom loves to quote the the cult of Cornette. And, you know, uh, he's like professional wrestling's active performer of shock jocking. Like, this motherfucker yeah. do anything just to get a click. Oh, please. He's the Mark Madden of this bullshit. Let me say something relevant. He's almost like, uh, he's like Disco Inferno at this point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think he and Disco are about on the same level of relevancy. Uh, don't They've both accomplished this goddamn good name yeah, of Glenn Gilberti, go. okay? They're hanging out with Jeff Jarrett, and it's all good. How, how, dare, how dare I besmirch the name? <laughs> um, Tom's going to go take take a sign to Dynamite on Wednesday that says, I'm only here to see Joey Janela. So check us out on the hard cam. Where's Joey Janela? <laughs> Bring me Joey. Uh, if I make oh, this man, sign, will you get, for real uh, take it in there? Think Joey would come on the podcast if we like. Does he have an email? I mean, they got to book him for indie shows somehow, right? Like, I mean, if yeah. we gave him, sure. if we gave him twenty bucks, do you think he would come on the podcast? Bro, that's probably more money than he's made all of two thousand and twenty-one. I mean, it's a Monday night. Like, I don't know where he is, but like, maybe like it might be cool. I mean, I mean might where does car break down? He might still be there. Yeah, or he's still at the at the fairgrounds after Enzo whooped his ass. That was a long time ago. I don't think he's at those fairgrounds anymore. It got cold since then. Oh fuck! <laughs> so obviously we had to we our our uh, obligated Joe Janela bashing since we are going to be attending an AEW show. But uh, you know we only brought up Joey because we want to talk about these NXT releases. Hey man. guys, guys, we're gonna go to one more AEW Dynamite than Joey Janela this year. <laughs> that's that's that, that's true. That's Technically, true. they're going to so beforehand, so you know, he could have been in the back watching. I've been to more dynamites than Joey Janela in 2021. All wow. I'm saying is that catering must be pretty good back here, pal. Seems like it's delicious. So, um, yeah. So NXT guys, let, let's let's talk about this because. Um, I, I guess apparently, Tom, you were saying that you had read that 
Vince McMahon is directly responsible for. Yeah, apparently this was a uh, straight up. We can't blame Tony or uh, what's his name, Nick Khan. We can't blame Triple H or Shawn Michaels or anybody like that. This was a straight up decision that came from Vince McMahon, Bruce Pritchard, and um, John Laurinaitis, who we all know that Bruce Pritchard and John Laurinaitis only do what Vince tells them to do. Uh, that's yes. why they have the jobs that they have. So this came directly from Vince McMahon. Uh, and he released those uh, 13 talents, um, three of which are just shocking. It's crazy. I got the list in front of me. Let's just get it out there so we can we, we can. Get I mean, let's it. maybe go with like least to most. Yeah. So um, Asher Hale, Giant Zangier, mm-hmm. Zachariah Smith, mm-hmm. um, Stephen Smith, which was a referee. Yeah. Um, Kona Reeves. Hold oh, on. Hey, Kona hey, Reeves. Hey. Yeah. Kona Reeves. Like Kona Reeves had infinite potential. The dude's been hurt for like a year, but well, yeah. Dude, yeah, I just asked like two weeks ago in the group chat or whatever. It's like, who was that guy? You know, the the Hawaiian guy. I can't remember his name. And you guys, yeah, he's, Reeves. Like, he's, yeah. he's a he's a big guy. He had a lot of. I was a fan whenever he had his moment. Uh, definitely. I'm not. I mean, that's just where I'm at in the. That's uh, fine. No, you can keep going. I just wanted to stop you there because his his was kind of alarming. Um, Jake Atlas was a was another surprising one for me. Yeah, for I, sure. I I mean, he's got the look. Um, you know, his his work was a little a little behind par, but you know, you can tell that he's putting in he's putting in the time to get better. Well, and, they released and, him, and then he got a he not him. Was it him that they released, and then he had a match? There were Friday? a couple guys that have matches on main event that were recorded, uh-huh. like after that's, Raw, like after yeah. SmackDown, and like they that's were released up, before they got their matches. That's fucked up. Man. Hopefully, right? they got a good payday in the end, huh? Right. Uh, it's like I, I just don't, I don't get it, man. And then another one that just uh, I'm having a real hard time wrapping my head around is Mercedes Martinez. I mean, unless they think well, she's prone to injury. Well, cause... I mean, she got kicked. In the fucking head. Yeah, but before that, she had she was out for a long time, injured too. But she did. You're right. She, she got kicked wasn't in the out. Head. She wasn't out injured. And they before that, her, well, before that, she put the kibosh on the whole retribution thing. She didn't yeah, want to be in it. They pulled her and from that. Stood up to him and put her to NXT again. Yeah. So that she, could have left him a bad taste in Vince's mouth. Uh, and said, I mean, "Oh, you I'm want to be headstrong? Bro. I'm the boss, not you, Mercedes Martinez." Maybe. Maybe you're right. Another one that's got infinite potential from from the women's standpoint. She's a uh, she's a bruiser, man. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, she could be the next Raquel Gonzalez. Truth be told, like she's that. That's what they need is like, yeah, like those kind of like big bruiser chicks. Like those are like the those I feel like have are are a new thing in WWE and and just a new thing. Period. Like they don't they they've never had people like that in Impact, women like that in Impact, women like that in ring of honor or anything like that like i mean i guess probably you know you know <laughs> them but uh, yeah. yeah i mean that's the like like that to me is the like next level of like women's wrestler you know what i mean like we got yeah. charlotte flair uh-huh. but now you got these like just big mean chicks like uh like chris cyborg like that that type of thing yeah. that's what comes yeah. to mind i that's actually a great comparison i i, I never really thought of, thought about it that way um and then, dude, like... Well, here the, it is, boys. Two- I just looked it up. Hold on, hold on, Walter. Mercedes Martinez, 40 years of age. Mm. That's the problem, I'm sure. That's what it was. Oh, Raquel Gonzalez, 30. So she makes the cut. Uh, 100%. That, 
That's mm-hmm. it. I didn't know she was four. Oh man, then Shane is Shane is like thirty nine. Yeah, well, she's already on the main roster. She's yeah. fine. Is she though? I mean, God, I don't know. She yeah, she's title. doing things with Nia Jax. Nia Jax has a new hairdo now. She she's does. Deal. That was a good. Yeah. Nia had a good match. And actually, you know, uh, I was actually going to say that, and it felt weird saying that, but I can agree to it. Yeah. Yeah, she I actually did have didn't a good mind match. That. I was surprised. It was with um, yeah. Rhea. Yeah, I actually didn't mind it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And you did. You made that your match of the week last week, didn't I did. you, Tom? It was either that yeah. or it was the runner up. Yeah, because we recorded on Tuesday, so you got to watch Raw. Yeah. Um, I, however, didn't watch Raw until the other day. And <clears throat> good God, that opening segment. Yeah, you can't like you oh. got you almost got to come into Raw late. Like it's almost oh, worth it to like God. turn Raw on at like eight thirty or so. Derek, did you and see then, the like, opening segment? No, I don't even know what they did on Raw. Oh. What they do? Thank God. Opening God. segment was that the was, Seth uh, Rollins thing? No, no, it was, no that was good. Smackdown. He's on SmackDown. Yeah, that was that good. was a good segment. Uh, it was Bobby versus it was Bobby and Goldberg, and it was. Well, I mean, oh yes, it. that's I did watch the this. crowd. Uh, MVP gets up in Goldberg's kid's face, and his kids yeah, all yeah. watching. Yeah, but I think that she, yeah. been, was that that same segment because they had like two segments. No, nah, it was the same segment. It was the same segment. Okay. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it was just it was. I don't know. I don't know how they can keep walking Goldberg out there and like having this. <laughs> having yeah, this it, and the worst yet? part is, I it's not Goldberg. bad. It it's not bad enough that they're putting him in front of us, right? They're they're letting him talk now, and like he what what's he talking about? Gladiators and coliseums and it's like bro, shut next. The fuck up, pal. Just shut Dude, up. Nobody knows what you're talking about. And and in the meantime, we we've got this narrative going around that we want to take NXT. You know, no old no nobody over thirty. But yeah, we're trotting out seventy five year old Bill Goldberg. He's yeah. talking about coliseums and fucking steak and lions and God knows whatever That's else. What you're saying? You know how much more I would enjoy Kevin Owens versus Bobby Lashley? Something to that? Oh, 100 percent. Or anybody? I you know, pick someone. That. You know, but I don't give a shit it about could, Goldberg. It could literally be. It, it could literally be anybody but Goldberg. Yeah, <laughs> that would be so much more. They could. They could have put Kona Reeves out there. Be like Kona yeah. Reeves versus Bobby Lashley. <laughs> you know what? Hello, great entrance coming back. You know. Mediocre pop. Gender Mahal. <laughs> Bring back. Give me gender. That's yeah, probably. We're back probably with. Uh, now that I say those that. Those guys' names. I got some old names. Oh, I don't know. Guys, those guys get killed every week. Are you though. talking about. Are you talking about Skanky and Rear? Yeah. Skanky yeah, and Rear. Yeah. Yeah. Skanky Skanky. yeah. yeah. So, Who thought about that? You know, that's a Vince McMahonism right there for sure. Stupid. Those guys get killed every week. Too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're big boys. Those are those are some big boys. Big they boys. Get killed yeah. every week. Okay. So while we're talking about Skanky and Rear, did you see on on Raw, Tom, the the shit Bro. with Drew and the sword? Like, why? What are we doing here? I don't know. I feel like that worked okay in the like in the like, not with without fans. Like that was okay because it was like I need more props because like there's no people here, so some other stuff has to be going on. But, like, now that there's people, like, just play to the crowd. Yeah, and, like, listen, I don't mind the sword thing for the entrance, right? And puts it in the ramp, the fire. Like, that's great. But, dude, he took it to the ring, and then he's, like, pulls it out in the middle of the match, and he's just... Right? What the hell? And, and then, like, after afterwards, you know, he's, he's standing up and on, on in the corner, and instead of doing his, like, you know, he usually does, he's got the sword, and he... Fucking flailing it around. It's like, what? 
what is this bibble babble bullshit? Yeah, who told him to do that? Fire that guy. Hey, pal. Uh, it'd be really swell if you went out there and you uh, climbed up there and you just started swinging the fucking sword around. That'd be some good shit. You know what would be better shit is if he would lop, lop an arm off or something because that's the dullest <laughs> fucking sword. This is it, pointless. It, it, we all know nothing's going to happen with the sword. If they if do try to make something happen, it would be the most unbelievable funny. thing in the world. <laughs> I don't hit anybody with it because, you know, we're going to need it, some blood. It can't withstand that. <laughs> they, don't, they don't do that on WWE TV. No. no, no so why do you have a sword? That's a you won't even bring a pizza cutter to the ring and you're going to bring hey, a pal. sword? Hey, pal. Domino's is going to be pissed. What's next? They're gonna make him paint his face like Mel Gibson and Braveheart. That's he has already. Oh, they already did that. They did that. I forgot. Yeah, done that. Fucking Monday Night Raw is off the rails, guys. Uh, we're we're, well, we're opening the show with fucking Bill Goldberg and Bobby Lashley, and 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 Goldberg's talk. Uh, I I just what's can't. weird is that, like how is how is Raw so like goofy and like you know SmackDown what? is so not like who I, is, what's the difference? It's I, like I cannot wait for Bruce Pritchard to get fired again so that he can just shit all over this stuff in his podcast again because right now he's the nicest person ever. And this oh, yeah. stuff that's going on right here, surely someone with a brain is going, this is fucking sucks, but Vince loves well, it, so whatever. Well, I, I can assure you that Corny doesn't watch Raw, so. I don't think Corny watches wrestling at all these No, days. he does, man. He still is reviewing. Yeah, he just uh, watches old VHSs. No, no, he's still, he's still reviewing AEW Dynamite every week. and I, I listen to uh, I listen You to watch a snack now? Listen to the latest episode of the draft through coming through coming coming home from work the other day. I don't he's listen like, to that yet. He's like, Oh, I had to watch this dumb shit again. Like, you know, anyway, so back to the so the, the two big ones for me, okay, that that are NXT releases that I I really just can't wrap my head around it is is Thick Boy. Tom my favorite boy. my my boy. Um, you it know, despite the- Despite the the negative, you know, feelings that I had about him, I mean, he definitely was an up and comer, right? It was supposed to be Thick Boy Summer, and now they let him go, and like he was just the the champ, and like that we're talking about bringing him up to the main roster, just, and and now it's like, nah, sorry, pal, and then he's like, nah, I only want big guys who are younger than thirty. He was the, the big, the biggest guy. Yeah, he didn't like that one. It makes zero sense to me. A little right. too thick for his summer. Vince was like, "Where did big sweaty men? They literally, they fired the biggest sweatiest man." Yeah, you know. And, and then the the top of the list for me was Bobby Fish, man. How do you can Bobby Fish is literally like the greatest. Not only is he a fantastic in ring performer, but like, how is this guy not teaching half the classes? That's fair. That I can agree with, but he is over 40, or at least 40. And his last match yeah, I mean, that I saw him in against, uh, shoot, his, his diamond mine, but what's his name real quick? Yeah, Roddy, it's, uh, Roddy. Yeah, that was his last match. Yeah, that was his last match. And he was looking a little thick in that match. He had to wear a cover-up and everything. I'm sure it was a Vince directive of, you know. I mean, he, he, he can't stand any sort of man titties. I mean, he's been hurt. I mean, you know, maybe, maybe he is finally. I mean, the guy seemed to have been in his prime forever, like his whole career. 
and then maybe just all of a sudden it just fell off the cliff and you know maybe maybe for him it was a like hey pal um you know that wasn't great you're not you're not you got it and maybe he was like no you know what tap tap i don't know that bobby fish has said anything um man i i I don't know that you don't want him as a coach in the performance center, though. Yeah, I mean, he's got to be involved in some way, shape, or form, I would think, uh, you know, yeah, coming, I mean, coming out outside of this. So, uh, apparently, I missed Leon Ruff on this list, which... Oh, yeah. Right, that it, dude was getting pushed, and he was just on 205 Live. Yeah. So, I don't, I, I, I don't get it, guys. You know what I mean? And it's like... So, the narrative is that, you know, Vince wants 30, 30-somethings, and big boys, right? Well, Triple H just signed Samoa Joe to a contract, and they're Joe's, about to put the, the NXT championship on him. Joe's what forty six? Yes. You know, I, I don't, I, I just don't, I don't understand, right? So, like, when I heard about the memo and and saw the releases, and I, I started like wrapping my my head around some of the the questionable decisions that have been made uh you know uh, up there in new york right uh, concerning nxt specifically are they still in new york did they not move well i mean they sold and moved titan towers did they not yeah, well, no it's i mean it's still in connecticut yeah but they it's just everybody always calls it new york because that was their market you know i don't fucking know i'm just talking to hear my my brains rattle anyway go on go on but uh no, you're good. But like, I'm I'm like looking looking at this, and, and and I'm wrapping my head around all of the the releases and everything that's been going on, right? And it's like, guys, the NXT that we've come to know, love, enjoy, and respect, it's fucking dead. Yeah, it's 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 done. I mean, truth be told, if you've watched the last couple of episodes of NXT, it's it feels dead. Um, I felt like it went real strong up to and through the last takeover. And then they like, they came out of that, like a wet fart, like, like it's you're, and you know what? You're right. And I think that the only thing that we really have talked about NXT wise in the last several weeks, you know, since takeover 30, 35 has been Samoa Joe, you know, coming back. Um, I mean, we've talked about Tommaso Ciampa quite a bit. I mean, just because every time he goes out there, he puts on like five star match, you know. But, but like, hey, let's we still have to look at the talent that's still in NXT right now that that we all love: Legado del Fantasma, um, MSK, Fantastic. um, yeah. you know, Ciampa, The Way, and you know, some of the the women have already gotten pulled up to the main roster. It's like. So are we just hitting the reset button on NXT now and, and, and we're just kind of kind of hit the reset button on all the NXT talent and try to find a place for them on the main roster? Is, is that what's happening here? Because there's been so much pushback in the last couple of years since, you know, the, the plane delay in Saudi Arabia is whenever the narrative really changed about NXT being a developmental brand, right? When they yeah. took over when they took over Monday Night Raw, remember? Yeah. Yeah, because, absolutely. That was that was the best. That was like the the last like raw, not maybe the last, but like that was one of those like really good. Oh my god, raws, right? Yeah. Like that was that was must see TV. You didn't know until you were watching it, but that was yeah. must see TV, and that's and so like that created this narrative that that NXT was the third brand, mm-hmm. and, and 
And now all of a sudden, you know, we've all come as wrestling fans have come to enjoy this show and what this show puts out week after week. And, and now all of a sudden Vince is like, I don't know here, pal. You know, th- this is, we, we need to pump the brakes on this a little bit. It's taken away from what we do up here, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, and guys, we talked about this a couple of a couple of weeks ago. I don't remember exactly when, uh, but when, you know, we were talking about WWE looking like they're positioning themselves for a sale and how NXT could be a standalone brand. And uh, well, that's out the fucking window, isn't it? Yeah. Well, so and I hate to put it this way because it's like, it feels cold just to say it this way. But if the narrative is to bring NXT back to being sort of developmental, the third brand, Something that, you know, I, I mean, I don't know how much longer the USA deal is, but they may not want to keep NXT. They may not want to give WWE three, you know, or, you know, that, what is it now? Six, seven hours of time, you know, six hours, five hours of time every week on USA. They maybe just want to be like, you know what? Let us play fucking Die Hard 2 on Tuesdays again, please. Um, or, you know, more burn notice or whatever. <laughs> but so you, you know, know what I, I could mean, honestly it, see too is it being Peacock exclusive eventually again like the, that's that's what I'm, WWE yeah, that's, that, that's where I'm going and I, I feel like it's one of those things now where it's like uh, you know ha, has the main brand version of NXT you know set sail you know they try maybe tried to compete with AEW at first and then they were like well AEW doesn't seem like it's going to actually be a competitor it's basically like you know what impact was you know whenever they were at their strongest or when they were tna you know and jeff jarrett was it's not that necessarily but it's 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 something akin to that where they're gonna they're gonna hover around a million viewers whereas you know uh their wwe's main show is gonna be at you know two three million viewers which is about where smackdown is and then, you know, Raw will be at 1.5, 1.8, maybe. God, if they can get that shit right, it'd fuck. But anyway, you know, I mean, that that's the thing, right? And that's that's where it is. It's like, you know, when Raw shows up in Pittsburgh, Raw plays, you know, the the, the console energy center. What the hell is it now? PPG Paints PPG Arena. Paints Arena, PPG yeah. Paints. Raw goes to PPG Paints Arena. I don't know that they sell it out. but Yeah, eh, but to be know. fair, when Derek and I went to Monday Night Raw two years ago, they had the they had half the half the arena curtained off, man, and it was still empty. So like, yeah. I they mean, can the play last, PBG the paints went, all they want. I mean, the last time I went, truth be told, um, I mean, I didn't pay much for my ticket, but uh, I mean, it was pretty full. It was Kurt Angle's last match. Well, that'll do it. It was Kurt Angle's last match in Pittsburgh. Um, and uh, it wasn't his last match, but it was the last one I pitched. It was, it was um, Dean Ambrose's last match. Drew McIntyre killed him, and they fought all around the arena. It was great. That's whenever he like did that version nice. of the that little version of the Claymore through that railing. Yeah, yeah, that was brutal. It was, that was, br- how, they, was there. That was how they wrote Moxley off television. Yeah, he just he died. Drew, Drew McIntyre killed him. It was a good way to go out, though. Yeah, it really was. Um, but, uh, it, that was, uh, that was the last time I was there. I mean, I think I paid with all the everything, like 40 bucks for my ticket. It was like 80 bucks for both me and Adam to go. And it was like, not, 
Like it, it felt real cheap, and we had pretty okay seats. Like yeah, we could have paid less, <laughs> and uh, you know. So I mean, I feel like they, you know, but it's still like that. That's what Raw is. Raw's still in the big arenas, and I feel like especially now with coming back, Raw's gonna like sell pretty well. And you know, the so the sizes of the shows are, you know, let's say it's 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 uh, AEW is two thirds, right? What would WWE Raw would be? Dynamite probably would be two thirds what Raw would be. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, moving forward, it feels like they just they've they've abandoned NXT, which what used to be, you know, must watch TV every yep. single week. Um, now it's just man, it, it feel it feels terrible if they have to like start from scratch. But at the same time, like it maybe has been getting stale even before they started pulling guys up. Um, and and maybe it's time to like start. Maybe that's part of the dangerousness of NXT. You know, me being the eternal optimist maybe maybe it's time maybe it's time for me to get invested in some new guys again you know i mean it's, it's definitely sure. time but, you it's know, a new beginning it's something to watch and you know i'm sure they'll pull it up again yeah i've got all the faith in the world honestly in, in hunter herself that man it, as long as they don't as long as they're not cutting the knees out from under him right which they have clearly been doing over the last two yeah weeks. I, I mean i feel like the cutting of bronson reed is like and mercedes martinez and like, like, like that stuff is, is to me and not necessarily Bobby fish, but like, that's really like, like I, they could have put the title on Bronson Reed. Right. And like, not that he would have been the best champion, but he would have been a better champion than Bo Dallas. You know, hey, whoa, apparently they didn't whoa, like his uh, run with Look, the North American believe. championship and just said, Hey, that's enough. Yeah. That was enough to cut him. I mean, we didn't move tickets. Derek, what about you? I don't bud? Like, what's what's your thoughts on this whole like NXT just like hitting a reset button, man? Like, I mean, well, Tom, I you, you got like I don't think any of us saw it coming, but I mean, I, I guess in a way, other than people were losing paychecks and whatnot, as far as that goes, it could be a good thing in the long run. I don't really like the way that it went down. That's for sure. I mean, we we all hear these stories about Vince and. You know, I know first and foremost, obviously, it's a business, and Vince is a businessman. This is how it's going to happen. You know, you you want to cut the meat off the bone? There you go. You got to cut down sometimes. It feels cold, and I know they really haven't done. It doesn't. They haven't done many major cuts since like 2016. And you know, I said, but I said this earlier in the week, right after it happened. Um, you know, I said like this. This actually makes me not want to watch wrestling. You know what I mean? Yeah, this, this, yeah. Is, this is one of those things that just makes me want to go, you know what? I'm just. I don't think I'd go that far with it. I mean, in it, a way, it, 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 puts me, well, it makes me want to not watch WWE because it puts me in that, like, you know, I'm, I'm invested and, you know, stuff, characters particularly that I'm invested in, you're just going to cut them out of the blue. Um, it, it makes me not want to watch. And it's not like this is the first time either. You know what I mean? Like, this is a like. Sure. This 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 is this is these are serial offenses. I mean, and, Alistair uh, Black's a prime example. Yeah, right Black's a great example. Doing all kinds of uh, you know little vignettes and whatnot. And Bronson I think Green. honestly, the most painful part about all these uh, cuts lately has been the directive that came down about the the comment about the age and the size of the guys. You know, that's yeah. just it, it's it's a little it's much. If this is true, but it could just be clickbait. Dave Meltzer bullshit. I mean, Which maybe is it, probably half and half, you know, 
if it comes down that it's Dave, like that's not what it actually was, and that was like Dave paraphrasing. Like, I mean, I think it's I'm time sure to somebody break. told Dave that's what it was. Yeah, I, I yeah, I know, but if it's if some if it's like somebody told Dave it's little guys, and Dave said midgets, and, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, like that's the like I feel like it's time. It may be time to write old Dave off. Uh, maybe, maybe maybe find somebody who's a little bit less bigotedly stupid. Listen, to... I, I don't necessarily know that Dave's a bigot. I, I just think that Dave's a moron. Okay. Yes. Okay. It, he, it's he's... really hard to listen to Dave talk. And, you know, I don't know that Dave, I mean, I don't know that Dave leaves that little room that he records in that's covered in trash, but his hoard, his hoard. Yeah. I don't know that he leaves his little hoard trash room. But he doesn't sound like he does. And, man, I just don't know. He's going to be on an episode of uh, A&E one day. Orders? Yeah. Here. Be on order. <laughs> yeah. Just cleaning yeah, out Dave. Observer Meltzer. from 1984. <laughs> Dave. Dave, there's there's bugs. The bugs ate it, Dave. Yeah. Every it's newsletter he's Dave. ever written is, is printed off multiple there's times. There's cat poop on it, Dave. Yeah. It's got cat poop in it. That's not cat poop. That's seasoning. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, Mr. Perfect's sh- shit on that paperwork over there yeah. as a uh, as a rib one night, and uh, you know that's that's worth money. Mr. Perfect wiped his butt on that. Like that's human yeah. feces. So he's dead. It was the perfect shit. So not to you know to to kind of circle back a little bit. I talked about this a couple of weeks ago on the show, and I said it in in jest. I was joking around, right? But like it's kind of becoming more and more apparent that it might be a thing. Yo, Triple H done pissed off Vince. Maybe. Yeah, he doesn't have the same power that he had previously, apparently. Well, my other thought, too, is that we're going back to the WWE of old. Um, I feel like there was a point in time, particularly in 2015, 2016, sort of like when I kind of got back into it, um, because it seemed to be just growing and ballooning and with new talent, new new faces and exciting. Um, we seem to be falling back into the WWE of old where um, you know we, we're getting a lot of releases sort of out of the blue. Um, just got, not necessarily out of the blue. They're not cutting necessarily guys who are in main storylines, but at the same time, it's it's not guys who aren't in storylines who we didn't just see on TV. Right. It's just stuff that's getting immediately like like well, this wasn't gonna. Vince don't like this anymore, so it's gonna go. Um, and that used to be the thing. That was that was the thing starting sort of towards the tail end of the Attitude Era, um, and then it it continued through ruthless aggression and everything else. And we were so used to it because you know we would see four or five guys get cut a month or every other month or whatever. And it was, it, it, you know, it was a trickle, but it was a constant trickle of like, right. there were four guys. What happened to that guy? Oh, they cut him a month ago or two months ago or whatever. Um, well, they hadn't really cut anybody since like 2016. And even then it was like very slim pickings. So they had really been bulking up the rosters and trying to really, you know, the NXT UK at NXT Saudi Arabia. They had, you know, all these guys all over the place. Right. Right. Well, now it's like, um, we're not, they're not going to expand anymore. And they, they've decided against it um, because now they want to focus on what they've got. You know, the American audience, the American, that's, that's where the money is. 
And, you know, continuing with where we sit in the pandemic, you know, whether or not you feel like it's getting better or it's going to get better, international travel still sucks. Like, nobody's flying out of, out of country, vaccinated or not. That's fair. Uh, you know, so, you know, they're pumping the brakes there. I, I mean, I think the next the next step is you're probably going to see a lot of consolidation. I think that uh, you know, there's a lot of stars in NXT UK, and I, I do think we're going to see, and we've seen already. I mean, they pulled Piper Niven over. They pulled, you know, uh, Tony Storm. You know, yeah. I think we're going to see more of that. I think Walter's going to either be convinced to come over or to 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 quit. Right. Right. Um, Stuff like that, I think you know that you're going to see a lot of consolidation there. Uh, they've already got uh, you know the one guy who was who was the who's the Saudi Arabia guy? He's with Mustafa Ali right oh, now. Oh, what the hell is his name? Uh, yeah, but him, Mansoor. Mansoor. Yeah, they've already got there Mansoor. Go. They may as well close the rest of Saudi Arabia. Um, whomever's there, probably nobody. But <clears throat> so. <laughs> So yeah, I mean that's you know, they've got the you know they're they're just going to pick and choose and pull everybody, and the WWE main product is going to be what's a little bit for everybody. You know they'll they'll broadcast Raw in uh, Saudi Arabia and they'll 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 give uh, give you the extended cut of Mansoor with his backstage and everything else. They'll give you the extended cut of uh, you know Mansoor and Ali, and then you know maybe some Jinder Mahal and whatever else Pat whatever else. Uh, Floats the boat over there. They'll probably cut Raw down to a two-hour show. Maybe they combine it. You know, get all the women out. You can't see women in Saudi Arabia. God, what a terrible. I wish they would cut our Raw down to a two-hour show. God, me too. I wish. I wish. uh, I wish they would just cut out all the shitty stuff. Like, can we just like get rid of all the crappy stuff and keep all the good stuff? Raw would be like forty-five minutes then. Um, But (laughs) anyway, (laughs) yeah, right. But anyway, uh, you know, it's just it's it's one of those things where it's like they're back to they were growing and growing and growing and growing and growing. And now they're like, you know what? Downsize. Uh, And as much as I don't like that, because I like new characters and I like new storylines and stuff like that. It's going to go back to, you know, oh, these guys feuded for four months. Fucking four months. Okay, And in that four months, they had. 16 matches and they were all the same yeah they were all the same nine of them went to this guy and seven of them went to this guy but the final match went to whatever guy they decided was going to get over in the feud and now it's over plus they uh, they did the same match every night on the house shows too and it's all boring and stale same old same old wwe I honestly felt some way like that about uh, Randy Orton and John Cena back in the day there whenever they were both might that's, as well say in their prime, but I mean, it was just down your throat every week. This is the that, that's know, what's going to happen. Rivalry. Yep. Well, I mean, that's Not why they're. Happened. I mean, that's why they're both fifteen-time world champions. Like, well, yeah. they won them off each other. <laughs> that's all. It, no. John Cena is Pulse a sixteen-time no. world champion. Okay. Okay. And John Randy C- Orton is a fourteen-time world champion. You get my point. Fourteen. How many times out of those 16 and that 14 were they one off each other? Six? Seven? Twelve. At least? Fifty-two. The majority. Sold. To the light tube bazooka. Boom! 
Hey, so uh, I got one more thing I want to touch on, then we'll uh, we'll we'll roll into match of the week. So uh, all of these NXT releases, right? What if they just kind of cut the house just to pay for Adam Cole's mega million dollar contract that is apparently on the table? Because you know that happened on Friday too, right before the show. That old Adam Cole got trotted out to have a personal in-person meeting with Vince McMahon. If I'm Adam Cole, I still don't sign that. The last guy no. that you had a main event match with was fired while you by Vince McMahon while you were in the room with Vince McMahon, more or less, in the yep. same day. Yep. And you're literally both things that supposedly have been said that they do not want any longer. Yeah, I mean, if I'm Adam Cole, I don't sign anything. That also, my girlfriend, longtime girlfriend, I'm not sure if they're engaged at this point, works for a rival company. I'd probably like to go spend time with her. Well, and she's a megastar. Look, and he would go. Yeah. He, would, he would come in. That one, I'm sure he makes plenty of money. She's a friggin' dentist. I'm sure she like they ain't hurting, right? Either way, she's fine. Yeah, as yeah, far as he, money he goes. don't have not to. Hurt. Be he, he does not have to sign a WWE deal. To put food mm. on the table or video games in the console, right? He, he doesn't have to do none of that. He can say, WWE, no, AEW, I'll be there in six months. Can we work that out? Six months? And because AEW's got a ton of stuff going on right now, like he, they don't need to, like, like Adam Cole could show up six yeah. months from now and that'll be yeah. a huge deal. Um, Basically, right now it's a choice of money or creative freedom. Which would you prefer? Well, and also money. Like, like let's not let's not forget that. Like, regardless of, well, yeah, he's still going to get paid. Like, yeah. it, it, it's 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 like more money probably than he can spend in you know that 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 calendar year with only more to go. And if he keeps a good relationship with WWE, there's always going back, right? Right. Yeah. He's got a great relationship with Triple H. I'm sure if he leaves. To go to AEW, and you know, he tells he, he said, tells Hunter, you know, it's just business. There's not going to be hard. That's the that's the one thing about WWE is that you know there really aren't ever hard feelings because it's just business, right? And just because Adam Cole has the upper hand right now, if he leaves and it's just business, he can always come back and finish out later. And truthfully, that'll probably be better for him in WWE too because he'll be a little bit older. Probably as we get older, we all know we put on a little bit of weight. We, you know, you can you get a little bigger when you're older. I'm not saying he's gonna like grow taller, but it, it's just one of those things where like he could come back later. Yeah, he'll be fine. So I don't know if I'm Adam Cole, I, I I don't sign whatever Vince puts in front of me unless it's like I can't be cut and I will be the champion. And, Also, if I am cut, I want mailbox money. Yeah. If you cut me, me. Vince. If you you cut me, you give me Brock Lesnar money. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, you'll never get any of that shit out of WWE, pal. So I'll be interested to see what happens with Adam Cole here in the next week or so. I mean, apparently there's an AEW offer on the table. Yeah, I, I saw the same thing. So. Uh, definitely going to be interested to see what happens. Cause I mean, if 
if he doesn't re-sign with WWE, like he let his contract expire. He's free to go whenever. Yeah. There's no not there's no ninety day non compete, thirty day non compete. No, he could like, show up uh summer he the, his last uh handshake obligation is on Sunday. He could show up that Wednesday on AEW. Sure could. Or he could take some time off. Yeah. So I mean it's gonna be interesting. It, it's it's really, really gonna be interesting. Um I don't know, guys. We got anything else? Anything else pertinent to discuss? Nah. nah. All right. Well, I think we got one more thing. Match OD week. Match of the week. Um, match man, OD week. Match OD week. So, um, I'll go first because that's how this it's kind of the thing. Yeah, really is. So, um. Man, like I had a bunch of stuff going through. I was really, I, I didn't want to. I'm not going to pick the obvious one. I was disappointed going into, the, I was like sort of deflated going into this match a little bit. Um, but once it was over, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm into this a lot. Um, so my match of the week is going to be Bianca Belair versus Zelina Vega. Although leading up to this match was kind of tomfoolery. Yeah, um, it's like, like a bait first, switch almost. It was. It was like, ah, oh, it's the it's a title match, and then it was just maybe for a title shot. Um, the back and forth I thought was great. Uh, Sasha came out too. I mean, it threw back to the beginning of the show. I mean, they did. This was the epitome of like these women sort of turning chicken shit into chicken salad. Um, <laughs> Whereas, like, they were given, like, a bunch of, like, it started one way, ended another way, and none of it was their fault. Uh, it was all bad. And to be fair, though, uh, backstage, like, they did do some segments where Adam Pierce and uh, and Sonya uh, were, were, like, you know, were, like, debating it. Like, you can't just give her a title shot, and blah, 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 blah. And, like, they, they did do that whole shtick backstage. Um, but that was the match of the week. They still went out there and put on a banger. Yeah. I thought I enjoyed it, and good to good for them. Uh, so that that's why they 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 literally were given like they were given a bait and a bait and switch, and they still made me happy. So that's the match of the week. I enjoyed it. Little, Derek, little dig, Derek. What about you, bud? Well, I'm not sure if Tom was referring to the obvious choice as being what I was going to pick, but I'm I'm thinking, boys, if you don't pick Cody Rhodes and Alistair Black, you're wrong. Machiavelli Holy Black, shit. whatever he's going he by. Got, he, listen, he said his name right, and it's not even his name anymore. Because I don't even like I don't know that man. That's not the same man I saw last week. He's different now. No, that's not the same man he wrestled in, in Dumbledore, Germany. <laughs> yes. Boys, that match was fantastic. It was put on like we said earlier in the night. And uh, you know, we earlier in the in the show we went through all the positives. So I'm not gonna, you know try and talk it up anymore but it was it was awesome it was fantastic that's, that's why there's room for that. cody Rhodes to come back out maybe like a year from now or so you know whenever we're deep into uh, some sort of uh, storyline with black and we'll see but you know cody's gonna come back eventually for well, cody's payback. going to film even though whatever. he's retired he's got stuff to film he's he's got to be away so he's got to film things so he can't wow. be a he can't be an on-air talent He's got more um, episodes of Wipeout or whatever he does. Yeah, whatever, whatever that is, he's got the next season to film, so he's got to he's got to f off for that. And uh, yeah, that'll then he'll uh, 
he'll come back, but it's it's time to let uh, Malachi Black shine. I, I really yeah. hate kayfabe retirements, man. They just drive me nuts. How many like, does Ric Flair yeah. have? 32. At least, right? That man retired through the whole 90s. It's like Kiss. Kiss has been on a retirement run since like 1996. <laughs> uh just like go away, man. Like, don't don't tell me that you're gonna retire and then be back in six months to a year. Like, just go away. Yeah, Motley Crew. You know what Ian's doing. My match of the week was also from AEW Dynamite, and yes, it was Malachi Black and Cody Rhodes. But my runner-up needs to be talked about, and that was legit Vera? Layla Hurst versus the Bunny. Ooh. Go ahead and talk about it because I have I have a couple of thoughts on the like outside bullcrap on that match, but like that match was like Layla. God, Layla Hirsch is great. Like, you know, she's so crisp and like just everything she does looks good, right? And it's because she's laying her shit in. And you know, we talked about the bunny a couple of weeks ago, and like you know, it, it, you really got a chance to, to look at it on Wednesday, just how much better she's gotten. And, you know, and, and to go out there and have a showcase match like that for the, you know, the NWA women's title, you know, uh, it's awesome. It's awesome. And I really enjoyed the match. I thought it had a great pace. You know, it, it looked phenomenal. Uh, nobody tried to do anything, you know, crazy or super spectacular. <laughs> they, you know, they, they just they, they stuck in their wheelhouse. They put together a solid little match, um, you know, and then you're going to get. Camille versus versus Layla Hirsch here for the NWA Women's Championship. Uh, that it's good God, stuff. Camille's huge. Camille um, is yeah. huge. Remember when Camille Layla Hirsch talk, makes her look even huger. Hey, Remember when Camille yeah. didn't talk, and that was the whole shtick with NWA. That was like the beginning of. That's like when power started, and Camille was with. Uh, was with uh, uh, Nick Aldis. Yeah, but I, I, if I'm not mistaken, um, she is dating Braun Strowman. I think you're right, and that makes a lot of sense. Sure she's does. also she's put on some some meat castle. Yes, a little bit. She yes. she was <laughs> his words, not mine, buddy. His words, not mine. So that I think was the match for me on AEW that was like the pinnacle of. Why does everybody have to walk out with everybody else? Like literally it was, it, that was the match to me. It was like, I have seen these people twice already and here they all come again. Like the bunny's already been out here and now she's in a match. And now here's all the people that were just out when the last match, like it was just like a parade of, of, of people. And like Layla Hirsch also had like Layla Hirsch does not need a parade, a parade of people. No. Well, she joined the nightmare family, didn't she? Just recently, didn't she have um she the the best friends and all of their posse? Oh yeah, out? that's right, that's right. Yeah, all, I all the best friends one of posse the names came I out. Saw. Yeah, they all wandered out with was her, like not? including. Oh, uh, how how many best friends can everybody best friends turn them into like yeah, just because uh, what Trey? He Statland. They well, got Statlander too now, and they got you know. Yeah. Orange Cassidy and I mean Statlander makes sense, but like I does like it? Because yeah. it's goofy. Yeah, everything goofy has boops. to go in there. Yeah, she's a booper. Everything goofy has to go into the best friends now. Yeah. Do, Do you, you guys like hug? 
This I, no, these guys hug. She boops. Listen, when she this boops on Wednesday, when she boops on Wednesday, I'm gonna go banana. I mean, that's Good. fine. You you can. It's fine. You do I, you, Walker. She, she's she's don't a, let Tom bring she, down your happiness. She she's wrestling Nyla Rose. Listen. I want to make an on-air. We're eating steak beforehand, boys. We are eating steak beforehand. Hey, listen, I want to make an on-air agreement, okay, that we're going to actually try and enjoy the fan experience of this AEW show. Absolutely. Dude, that's right. You haven't been to a thing with me. I am, like, (laughs) in person. I am a mark in person. Like, so, like, you know, I chant all the chants. I cheer all the cheers. I scream all the screams. All right, well, good, I am good. out. I am out for a good time. I am not. Look, I am not here to be critical when I've paid eighty dollars for a ticket. I'm here for a good time. I want to enjoy. It. I want to enjoy. You the better make experience. sure you practice your Judas. You oh, my sure Judas is my Judas properly. Is on par. I'm a. I'm a better singer than everybody. My Judas is on par. Hell yeah! I'm a better singer than Chris Jericho. So ah. see, that's why he doesn't even sing anymore. He he just come on. He just stands there and takes it all in. He lets the crowd sing because they're better lullaby, than him. Lullaby, everyone. Because they're better than him. He knows. He know it. Yeah. So, guys, I'm in uh, every really, single way, I'm, as I'm Seth really, Rollins would have said. I'm I'm really looking forward to to hanging out on Wednesday night, going to the Dynamite. <sighs> Jax is apparently upset. He's been <laughs> growling at Derek for the last half an hour. And he's he's growling at Izzy like Izzy's stole his after ball what seemed to be now. a mauling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thirty thirty one minutes. I have got to edit about nine minutes of dog fighting. I have an so. eighty six pound dog that sits here and just takes it from this little three pound teacup Yorkie. So, any that's about how that works. Real excited about Wednesday. I'm glad we finally decided that we were gonna gonna pull the trigger and surprise Derek Tom. I'm I'm glad we did that. And uh, I did not see that coming. So it's it's going to be a good time. Um, yeah, so I'm sure next week we'll talk all about it, our, our, our AEW fan experience, because it's going to be a first for all three of us. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get back to you and see if uh, Tom and I are less disgruntled in person than we are when we sit at home and watch it on TV. Can't wait to pop my AEW cherry. Yeah, me too. D- Derek and I were supposed to go last when the their first year because they did like back to back shows in in Pittsburgh and then Charleston, West Virginia. And Derek and I yep. were like, "We're going to both. We're going to both." And we didn't go to either. No. Yeah. Charleston's so. Charleston's real far from you boys. Uh, three hours. Yeah, probably like three hours, three and a half. Yeah. That's way farther than Pittsburgh. Well, yeah. Very true. But it was still been worth it. Come so. over to my house. I'll we'll drive. We'll take the must. Derek, you gonna fit in the back of a Mustang? Yeah. Sideways. All right. We'll we'll learn, we'll work out logistics at dinner. <laughs> Cuz um, uh, Yeah, we'll 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 work out the logistics of what what how we're going to transport from point A to point AEW. Ooh, I like that. You see what I did there? I do. I like it. So, I can only get so hard Walt, so don't make I, another I, one. I'm sorry, pal. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I want to get you all all hot and bothered. Um, yeah. So uh, if you're you know if you're watching us on YouTube, you know that we exist. Please like, subscribe, and comment. Tom loves comments. Um, 
Check us out over on social media, both Twitter and Instagram, at one underscore fall WC. That's O-N-E. Um, yeah, the Twitter, the Insta, you know, we're doing big things over there. We're not. We're not. Derek, no, Derek's, we don't do Derek's a lazy Derek's a lazy tweeter. I'm a terrible tweeter. I don't I don't like the tweeter. It's not my not my thing. Yeah. So um yeah. But anyways, check us out over there. There's always some good stuff, regardless. You know, every once in a while somebody says something. Every once in a while. We'll get in the yeah. mood. Yeah. You have sure. to turn it into porn gifts. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be a great way it. to bolster our following. It would it would really bolster the listening. Yeah. They'd be really confused, but still. Yeah, it would be all right. Yeah. It'd be yeah. all right. Um, yeah. So uh, as always, thanks for hanging out. It's all love. Catch you next week. One fall wrestlecast. Peace.